You're listening to the somewhat entertaining live with Sunday and Ben. Hello and welcome back to the somewhat entertaining podcast. Um, as you would know uh, by now, I'm Ben. And, and I'm uh, Sunday. Yes, indeed, that is Sunday. And today we have with me a, a very uh, a good friend of mine, um, someone who I've known uh, for a very long time. It's uh, Flynn Harrington. G'day, guys. Big football fan, I hear. How yeah. you doing, Flynn? Yeah, pretty well. Just, you know, not doing too much at the moment in isolation. So, <laughs> Yeah? Um, How are you finding it? Yeah, uh, it's pretty relaxed. I mean, I've still got work and stuff um, at the race yeah. course, so it's not um, too different at the moment. But, yeah, it's definitely... Yeah. What do you do at the race course? Uh, I'm a strapper, so um, just work with horses and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, what's it like? Full on? Um, oh, it's not too bad. I enjoy it. Um, early mornings, you have to um be up in Adam at about four a.m. So you're kidding? Um, yeah. So some early mornings, but no, nah, it's all good fun. So that's really what yeah. it's about. S- Sunday couldn't Sunday, yeah. Sunday couldn't handle those hours. He just got oh. to bed at four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, anyway, uh, well, for listeners who don't know, um. In terms of football, uh, I obviously had a very fleeting career um, back in the under-7s, kind of under-9s days. Um, but our guest was very fortunate to have been around in those times, actually played in the same team as me. Um, I'm Undefeated season, of which I'm not sure about you, Flynn. Do you still have the DVD of the undefeated season that we had? Yeah, no, I do. Um, <laughs> that was... I haven't watched it in a while, but um, that was yeah. <laughs> I can't say I'm either. Yeah, and, I'll, and I'll definitely peaked slightly early. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll what are the chances of you? Um, what are the chances of you us the DVD flint? Let's see what Ben was like in his, in his prime. <laughs> well, oh, look, there's a I... game. <laughs> there's a game in there. Yeah. Um, do you remember Artemis Flynn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a game we played his team, and we beat them twenty-one nil. I reckon I scored about five that day. <laughs> You're kidding. Wait, what? Under nines, 21 nil. Yeah, and under nines. Yeah. Is there no mercy, mercy rule in play? Oh, apparently not. Apparently not. We weren't, we weren't even allowed inside the D, so oh, it was just long range efforts for days. Yeah. <laughs> who, else was in your squad, who else was in your squad that year then? With you and Flynn? Uh, James um, Bennett. Um, yeah, Harry Bynum. Any big names? Um, Harry Bynum. Wait, wait, what? I, I don't wait, think... what? wait, what? Harry Bynum. Yeah, yeah. Harry Bynum from the rifle. Yes, yes, indeed. Our workmate, Harry Bynum, Sunday. Yes. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was much talent that came out of that squad. I think Ben was probably the, the fleeting. I was a very common story in that under nines was, was probably as far as it went. We also had well, James Bennett was okay. Um we had Mitch Barrow. We had we had a few. We had a... Might have had like Jonty Jackman. Is he playing there? Jonty Jackman. That's a good. That's a good get. Um, Nick McLean. Yeah, it was. None of these. None of these names stand out. Sorry. None of these names stand out at all. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think I don't, anyone think played so. after like ten. Apart, like yeah. under ten, except <laughs> like me and like maybe like Jonty Jackman. Yeah. Like what made you? Can- what made you continue to keep playing then, Flynn? Um, if all your mates kind of stopped. Um, 
Well, when like me and Ben used to play on a team, we used to like play against all our schoolmates. Like it was yeah. weird. I don't know how we ended up. Like we never played with our schoolmates. It was just me and Ben. And then yeah, um, yeah. I kind of like started playing with them for a little bit. Uh, like after like the majority of our team kind of stopped playing, and then yeah, I just enjoyed it. I just loved it. So um, yeah. And yes. what made you say? Were you playing with your mates at Strathfell? Is that why you stayed there as well? Um, yeah, so it was pretty much the team that me and Ben, there was a few like players through there that um, kept on uh, for a little bit. So I did, um, yeah, that, that was a big factor. Like obviously I had good mates there and stuff. Um, I did play yeah. a year of footy in um, grade six actually. So yeah, that does not count. Yeah, you, went you, to that. You came on the ride for the three peat. You were the third year of the three peat that we had. Yeah, so yeah, won the flag and then um got out of there. So uh, yeah, that was where my, was that at? Uh, at Saint Teresa's. Saint Teresa's. Yeah, yeah man. big you're, boy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not just him. We had a great team. Uh, that Saint Teresa's team. Uh, oh, many, I don't many think many I was players. really part of that team. I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> Why don't you continue playing footy then, Flynn? Like, if you had just finished working, um, I just finished winning the flag. Oh, I don't know. I just like felt that um, I was a lot better at soccer. I think just um, yeah, okay. you can kind of just like read the game <laughs> and actually have a have a chance. Whereas footy, I wasn't really about. Um, yeah, like getting, I just didn't get touches really. Is <laughs> the main thing. Were you walk, in other words, were you walk? Were you warm in the bench? In other words, uh, I wasn't necessarily warm in the bench. I was just warming some space out on the field, really. <laughs> no, um, no Sunday he set, wasn't because his dad was coach. So set, <laughs> he got game time. <laughs> oh, hold on! I don't think that was a big part of it. Um, <laughs> no, I said I a few. I said a few. Um, shepherds was about the highlight of my career. <laughs> if you remember any of that, yeah. man. <laughs> what was that? Thing. I didn't quite hear that. Pardon? I didn't. I didn't hear that. Ben's, Ben's laughing. He's oh, um, no, I said a said a few um, shepherds was about the extent of my career. Um, Ooh, rough. Yeah. And what? That's what made you go back to soccer. Then really, it just wasn't for you. Yeah, yeah. Like I just felt that I was much more like get much more into the game in soccer and. Um, Mm. I just kind of always felt like had more like the mind for that. I suppose just enjoyed it more. Felt oh, like more natural. Yeah, no, so what were your junior coaches like at Strath? Um, yeah, no, they were um pretty good. Like I had, um, oh, Roy Smith was in the team as well. Was he in the team? Are oh, you kidding? And you had Tim. Yeah, yeah, I had Tim. Tim coached his in, old man Tim. Um, under fourteens, it would have been like the first, maybe first and second year under fourteens. Um, yeah. So, yeah, played with Roy and um, I think it was like Geordie Williams and Matt Gallagher. Um, oh, yeah. Because Matt Gallagher's still at Strathout at the moment, isn't he? He's scoring goals for fun. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what he's done his whole life, really, um, at Strathout and at, um, and for Bendigo. But, yeah, he's a he's an absolute guy. Yeah. He's won us a few. Did you ever play Bendigo? Did you ever play Bendigo? No, nah, I didn't Bendigo? actually. No, nah, I wasn't really the um the standout type. Just um played played my role, <laughs> I reckon. Yeah. Uh, what position was that? Pardon? Yeah, what did you play then? What, what position did you play in? Uh like mainly so mainly I played like in the middle, so usually like a six. Um Radio. 
sometimes pushed up into more of an attacking like midfielder role, but um, a bit of a um, Patrick Bieria idea. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love <laughs> to emulate his um, his play. Yeah, yeah definitely um, loved watching like um, Fabregas and like the deep lying playmakers, Pirlo and whatnot. Of um, yeah, growing up, they were definitely the main men for me. Um, but yeah, I couldn't quite emulate their their style, <laughs> so um, yeah. had to become I can tell. yeah more of a. Um, I can tell you win- played eight at Strasbourg. <laughs> yes, um, that, that probably tells a bit of the tale, doesn't it? Um, um, so and that yeah. definitely wasn't Speaking in the of... golden era either. No, yeah. No. What was it? But um, actually, yeah, got a question. So you guys under? Oh, I was going to say, Flynn, you said that you weren't in the golden era. Like, Strathall under-18s used to be fire. Like, they used to be undefeated every season. Yeah. I remember when I played, we played against the likes of the Dreschlers and I think the Twins, like Dean and Mac. Yeah, Mac. Um, yep. Lukey Roberts is there. Like, they were beasts. And then you guys came a lot. And no offense. But, like, what actually just happened now? I think... I think <laughs> um, so they went, like, three years, like, undefeated pretty much and won everything, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, they beat like, a 6-1 in a grand final. Yeah, I think that once they got to, like, that third year, the team was just so set that there was, like, no one new coming in, kind of. Like, so, yeah. every, or, like, that year level kind of went to um, different clubs or stopped playing or whatever. Because um, heaps of people stopped playing between, like, 16s and 18s. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, heaps of, like, usually, like, two club teams will become one, really. And, um, yeah, I think that just because they all went to different clubs and whatever, it left a big hole that, like, because I ended up playing, like, 16s and 18s, like, um, for for a year there. You kind of made and, up it. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of had to – I'm pretty sure, like, Daniel Meyerhoffler was about the only person that um, played in that team that played the next year. So – Rough. Yeah, we were left – Did you play with – yeah. Yeah, we were left in. I was going to say, did you play with Jack Beal that year? Was Jack Beal in your age group? Um, yeah, yeah, I played with um, Jack Beal, yeah, and um, Bailey Allen and stuff. Um, yeah, a few of those guys. Because uh, I knew what, yeah, and Jack Lindsay as well. Was he there? Um, no, I'd never played with him actually. Um, yeah. Sam but, Green was there up until under sixteen, I think. Yeah, Sam did play. Um, yeah. He was a big, big centre back. Played, played soccer yeah. like footy. Yeah, I can played imagine. <laughs> That's like half of the boys now that that play. Um, they play Division Two, and most of them are all footy players. Or they yeah. kind of play soccer the way they play footy, which is I love it because it it just makes the game so much better. Yeah, um, like yeah, I love say, the uh, physical aspect and stuff. Yeah, it makes it. Um, but and then I guess it, the whole I kind of do miss. I miss for me personally, like I when I played, I hate. I hated that the technical side of thing was in there or the technical side of things. Like you, like as a soccer player, we're able to do things that footy players weren't able to do because they don't, I, I guess it's just, they don't have the experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, like the, the yeah. The reading the play and like, if you're holding a position like it, um, it's so much more important. Oh, well, as a soccer player, it seems so much more important in soccer than footy kind of thing. Like, um, yeah, I'm with you. Like, yeah, there's like a lot more structure and um, like you have to do your job at all times because like if someone in the back four kind of. makes a mistake, like they can just score a goal and that's like, that turns the whole game. You're really. fucked, in other words. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. 
Did you, would, you, yeah, would you say the coach, you mentioned that um, all the straps under 18s and they all kind of left after that three-year period where they won everything. Do you reckon having a new coach at the end made a big difference in not winning or getting um, you the success that the previous teams have had? Uh, I'm not really sure. So the year that... Um, I think the year, the first year when uh, the like golden era ended, as I've kind of said, um, and I was yeah. playing 16s, I think that was the year that Viz's coached the seniors. So, oh, rough. It was a um, bad time. It was, yeah, they were pretty short. And like, I played like a few reserves games and stuff that year. Um, yeah. And yeah, like the feel compared to the two years after that were like completely different. Um, just atmosphere and stuff. Uh, but yeah, because we had Jack downhill. Lawrence and uh, Connor Vanderstay kind of coaching. Um, and yeah. they, were, they were good. Like they helped develop and stuff. Um, they were quite good in that aspect. And they gave like everyone a go. Like obviously we didn't have a very quality side. So I was just kind of getting all the fundamentals and stuff for the next few years to hopefully um, get back to a top level side. But yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Did, you, did they succeed in doing that? Um, well, yeah, the next year we did end up making a grand final, actually, of the youth. Um, got yeah, beaten tell us by, about that. Yeah, we got yes. beaten by Epsom. Um, yeah, well, yeah. That, year we finished, <laughs> that year we finished fourth. We had um, a few good pickups that year in Ryan Clegg and Rory Marshall. Um. So Roy was like the number one centre back, and Clay was a gun striker. So um, they helped a lot compared to the last year when we pretty much had nothing. Um, yeah. yeah, they gave like a bit of a structure. Um, oh, and we had Tom Morrison in goal actually as well. He came over with them. Is that and, bad boy? Is that what they call it? Yeah, him? bad boy. Yep. Um, yeah. He was a he was an absolute stud in net. And yeah, that year we ended up finishing fourth. I think it was Spring Gully third, um, Shep South second, and Epsom unbeaten on top, as they were um, pretty much every year that I played youth. And yeah, uh, yeah, so we beat uh, Spring Gully the first week of the finals, and then second week of the finals we went to Shep. And I actually scored a brace, and we won 2-1. Whoa. Um, okay. yep. Clutch, final fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering that probably doubled my goal tally for the year, um, <laughs> definitely definitely something to say about that. Um, I think I've scored goals in terms of a squad. Oh, I scored a 40-yard screamer. It wasn't much of a screamer. It was more of a... Um, <laughs> More of a floater, and the goalkeepers misjudged that. But um, yeah, and then I, uh, I can't. Oh, actually, it was like a cutback. I think the second one. It was about the seventieth minute. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we just we just wanted it more that day. I think Shep kind of they beaten us like seven or eight nil um, earlier in the season when Jesus. we had a few players out, and then um. So they were kind of just expecting to cruise through the final and we caught them off guard a little yeah. bit. So, so we yeah. got to the final and then we we got some – we got a good quote out of Alex Colo uh, not long ago where he said, oh, Flynn Harrington, 
I gave him a bath in that grand in that youth grand final. <laughs> I just want to know who your thoughts are on what yeah. happened that day. <laughs> yeah, so um, we got to the grand final of um youth that year, and it was obviously it was Epsom Strathdale. Um, I was captain. Um, this Alex Caldo fellow had been playing seniors most of the year. Um, <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't actually seen Don the youth jersey. Um, managed to get a game in the youth. Um, grand final, and he started on the bench. Flynn, I'm just gonna, Flynn, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna butt in quickly. No Feels like you're making a lot of excuses for Alex carrying <laughs> your new one. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm getting. I'm having addressed the point exactly, but um, I'd say that uh, there was probably one time that he beat me in the first half. I think he was playing, he was playing up top for a bit, and then um, dropped into the midfield. But there was about one time that he beat me in the first half, and. I don't actually remember exactly when the goals were scored, but I'm pretty sure he scored one in the first half. Against you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I was playing in defensive mid, so like I'm not taking all the blame for that. But um, yeah, he definitely um scored one. Uh, yeah. He did also uh, miss a one-on-one that um I let him know about, but he's obviously <laughs> he's obviously a, um a class player. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was a bit better than um, most of the players that we had in our youth team, and um, most better than obviously pretty much every youth player in the league, I'd say. Oh, as um, well as playing seniors. Yeah, that that would be why. And then uh, the second half came around, and so I think it was one-one going in halftime, and we were obviously under siege for a little bit there. Um, <laughs> They started, they, Alex started on the bench um, and then they brought him on and we were under a bit of pressure when he came on. But um, then, yeah, we kind of, I think he scored a second but that, from a free kick in the second half. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, we had to chase the game a bit at the end and they scored a late two. I think it was 4-1 maybe. Probably didn't um, deserve that scoreline, but that was that was the end result. But, I mean, we were underdogs, so... Couldn't expect that. Is, he, but, is Alex as good as what he says he is, though? To your opinion, or playing in that game? Um, look, he was uh, he's a good player. I think the main thing that he had on everyone else was a bit of experience and uh, maybe like positioning. He was just uh, a bit bit more aware than a f- fair few players that yeah. we had. Um, and obviously, yeah, he he was a he was. A, Got best on ground, I'm pretty sure. I'd imagine he would have. Um, yeah. He probably told you about that. Um, and then, I don't yeah. think he actually has. Oh, look. He doesn't mind himself, but um, I'd imagine that... Uh, <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> yeah, he'd uh, speak out about that one. Uh, maybe next time that you have him on, you'll be able to discuss. Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. he's misunderstood, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, look, he he's a he's a good player. Um, can't deny that. Don't know about some no. of his um activities with the whole switching clubs, um, every year, oh. but we won't. Get a bit controversial, Jerkin. Oh, there's a little bit of that there, but yeah. But it's just like saying I've played at more. I've actually played at more clubs than Alex, but no one brings it up because like, <laughs> I started. A... <laughs> you probably get left out Sunday. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's. I guess it goes back to players um, doing what they think is best for them. Like, I actually, I started at, I started at Eagle Hawk, and then um, I think I played at Strap after playing at Bendigo, and then I went went out to Colts, and I was like, holy gamoli, 
I've played at half of the clubs in Bendigo. <laughs> um, yeah. I suppose, but I, I mean, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Coldo leave like halfway through a season when he was captain or something like something on those lines? But... Yeah, it's like a mid, it's like a mid-season transfer. Um, I don't know, it, as what... captain, it's a bit different, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, he did. Yeah, he did leave exactly halfway through the season, but um, obviously there's probably reasons behind that. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah. Talking about yeah, yeah was talking bit, about transfer. We will move on. Sorry, I, just I, I just I, want to ask nah. one thing about Flynn. Um, you have the nickname at Strathdale. You had the nickname, I should say, at Strathdale for was it the Flying Doormat? Um, um, can you take us through why that was? Uh, so I had the nickname Bruce um, given to me by uh, club legend Zeb Zato. Uh, absolute icon Captain of the Couch. game he is. Yes, Couchy. Um, yeah, so I just got given that nickname pretty much randomly, I think. Um, and then when I used to have some long hair in the um, headband, I think it evolved into Bruce Dool, so the flying doormat. Um, yeah, but... Look, you got to embrace those things, really. Um, exactly. exactly. Bit, of, bit of good we, fun, but yeah. For the listeners, we will put up a picture of Bruce Dahl and compare it to Flynn Harrington, and we can see what they <laughs> think. Um, yeah, I'll what were your thoughts on, um, talking about Zeb Zato, what were your thoughts on him? Because he's actually um, he's the next mayor of he's the next mayor of Castle Main, um, captain of the reserves in the Melbourne League. Is he really? Yeah, uh, he's um. He's doing well for himself. I saw him a few weeks ago, and I keep in contact with him when I can. Yeah, um, oh, he's a he's a born leader. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> no, he loves get, getting out there. Always gives one hundred percent. So, um, you can't your, you ask much more from, from your fullback, really. Yeah, have you told you about his kneecaps? Um, oh, look, there was many stories. Um. Many stories. Yeah, not not exactly sure. Don't recall each and every one of them, unfortunately. Um, oh, I'd have you've to got to ask him about it. I'll I'll have to next time. I'm, <laughs> next time I'm up in Bendigo. I'm playing for Strathdale. <laughs> yeah. What are the yeah? What are the chances of you going back to Strath anytime soon? Um. Well, obviously, I'm in Melbourne at the moment for uni, so I'll probably be here for the next few years. Um. I plan on playing in Melbourne next year um, with uh, one of my housemates, probably. Um, not exactly sure yeah, where I'll board, go. You know? um, no, nah, sure. I'm not sure where. So, um, yeah, we'll sort that out next year, closer to the time. Yeah. But, yeah, any suggestions yeah. for me there, Sunday? Um, uh, me? I, uh, I've actually got no suggestions. Oh, it's, oh, I'm just trying to think of what clubs are actually half-decent. But most of the clubs that I know are kind of in the top division, and I'm sure with your um, experience playing with under 18s at um, oh yeah, Justin, look, I think we'll aim for maybe not those clubs, but it'll um... be on the. Um... <laughs> I was, was going to say Melbourne Knights is a big club. I reckon you, I reckon you could make the, you can make the cut. They play in the best division in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, play play at Latrobe, Flynn. I'll, I'll, I'll come join. <laughs> at Latrobe, you reckon? Um, uh, if I went back to Bendigo, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd definitely be playing for Strathdale. That's that's for sure. Um, yeah. What about Latrobe, Melbourne? Is there a Latrobe, Melbourne team? I don't know actually. Oh, uh, probably. Uh, aren't you like? 
the fullback for that team, Ben? I could see you as a as a wing back. Mate. I'm not fast enough. I, I, I'm not fast enough. I, I can only be a couple of positions. I'm six foot four, so um Oh, isn't there like yeah, a Tyrone Mings or something? You could emulate him. He's a he's a tall, yeah, tall exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, Quinn, talking about Tyrone Mings, um, do you reckon Arsenal might need him at the moment with what's going on um, <laughs> as a defensive issue? Uh, look, I think Sunday. we could take um take anyone that we can get at the moment. Um, yeah. I think yeah, you said we've that really before, been. Then you got David Louise. <laughs> It's not looking great. We did start to get our shit together um, once we got uh, Arteta in, but um, yeah. then obviously uh, this whole COVID thing started, so there hasn't been much action in the Premier yeah. League, unfortunately. But um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think we were comfortably on track to finish above Spurs this season. Um, oh, yeah. I would have thought so. I'm pretty but, sure yeah. we're still above, yeah. But... <laughs> Flynn, but say, that's Flynn, That's not like at the end of the day. That's not really hard to do, though. Finishing above um, Tottenham. <laughs> of, which, of which both of you haven't done in the last few seasons. But anyway, um, no, I mean, we only did it for like what a quarter century over you, Ben. Or, yeah, is that just, how long it was? But or? just it feels like, Flynn. It feels like um with bar. Ben. It feels like Tottenham have, have had three or four good seasons, and all and all of a sudden. To Ben, they're going to win the World Cup, or they're going to win the Premier League, which the we World all know Cup. that might happen. I thought they were going to win the World Cup. I think they're, no. if they're, they're going to win a trophy, no. they probably try to win the World Cup realistically. This year. Yeah, yeah. 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 successful. It was actually that reminds me. There was a there was a video I watched not long ago. There was a when Bastian Schweinsteiger went it, went over to Chicago Fire, I think two years ago or something. There was an American journalist asked him in the in the press conference when he arrived there. Now that now that you've arrived at Chicago Fire, can you see them winning a World Cup? <laughs> Which then the club president had to go, no, we don't compete in the World Cup. <laughs> um, no, I don't worry. Yeah. I think it's not just me. I think a lot of people, especially Spurs fans, are pretty disillusioned with with the way we're going. Um, I mean, we just got completely smashed to pieces by Leipzig in the Champions League. And the Premier League, we 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 can't even beat teams like Norwich. Um, so injuries play a part, but you can't you can't blame your season on injuries, can you? So, like, um, but, so it just goes back to I think for me, it feels like Tottenham went through a phase where they were winning, but now they've just gone back to normal to where um, the clubs such as Arsenal and United are getting back into the rhythm of actually winning stuff. Um, for me, with the signing of Bateta for you guys, and that's a massive, that's a massive confidence boost for like what's ahead. Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, while Tottenham seem to be plateauing at best, personally, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I think agree. you brought in you brought in a lot of signings that look to really boost your squad and have you looked like you're going to have a lot of depth in the midfield, especially going into this season, and then. Yeah, like Harry Kane hasn't been firing at a hundred percent for like a few seasons now, at least. Um, when was his yeah, last I, good I mean, season, Ben? When he won, like yeah. So, so you're 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 right. It was probably twenty seventeen, eighteen. I'll probably say. And then, I mean, to be fair, the last two seasons he 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 missed out in a third of the season last year, um, and then this year has obviously missed a fair bit. I actually but, personally think Human Son is a bigger out for Tottenham. I think he is 
uh, an amazing player and and produces a lot of Tottenham's um, full, forward forward moves. Um, and, and Dan, I just, sorry, I disagree with I disagree with you um, when it comes to that, and I'm not too sure if Flynn would agree or not. Um, but for me, Dembele selling Dembele a few oh, um, I think yes. last winter. Don't you worry. Was that, was, bigger, that was that was stupid. the biggest. But it's like for me, like being a football, like being into football and like just understanding and actually um, the game. For me, it was like as soon as they sold Dumbelli, um, they struggled. He was our prominent midfielder that, that when, when he had the ball, nobody could take it off him kind of thing. And but we just don't have that now. We just lose the ball too often in the midfield. Come on, yeah, look, I was fair. completely that's, happy yeah. that you got rid of Dembele. Like, I was not worried at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Being yeah. an Arsenal yeah, fan, was... but obviously, like, um, being a Tottenham supporter, you have to be a bit worried when you're getting rid of key players like that, um, which yeah. obviously is going to happen with Aubameyang leaving us probably most likely this summer. Or Yeah. Would, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to have to um, replace With him. Arsenal, who would you... Um... Yeah, with us, do you reckon Gunduzi is as good as Dembele? Do you reckon he's that person, that sort of player that Arsenal needs to drive him forward? Um, I think, yeah, with the, like some more development and stuff, and if we can find like that other holding midfielder, um, which we seem to be trying to play, like this Torreira or um, Xhaka kind of player that haven't really worked out for us fully, um, I think Gwendozi yeah, yeah. is like a bit of a rock um, moving forward. Uh, with the amount of time and uh, game time and stuff I put into him, um, he seems to be like performing yeah. to a reasonably good level, um, which is probably the main thing. We've got like a few young players coming through, like Martinelli and um, Bakary yeah. Saka and uh, guys like that that seem to be up to. Yeah, he's a very, very good talent. Yeah, um, use the centre back that you guys bought from Brazil, or was it on loan? Um, I actually other don't than, know. Other uh, than David Luiz. Yeah, other than David Louise. Look, David Louise, he isn't like the worst defender, but we just don't have like he's an aggressive defender and we don't like we can't play true aggressive defenders. <laughs> like cause Socrates and him just dive into challenges and we're just screwed. Oh, but I do yeah. like the ball playing aspect that he has. And Leno has actually been outstanding, I think. Um since we've acquired him. You're he's kidding. A good goalkeeper. No, I think he's I mean, solid. Well, he makes I think good Leno's saves. A very good goalkeeper. But we just have a horrible defense. And- so like exactly, well, yeah. well, he can't. He can only do so much when when you've got a defense like he has in front of him. And, and I think you guys had made a very good point. That's what Tottenham's missing um, with the Dembele um, point. Tottenham don't have a holding midfielder. I don't think. I think and and Dombele and and Lasalso. These these guys aren't holding midfielders. Die as a centre back. Um, Ben, 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 is probably ben, probably the closest ben, ben. one. Um, ben, Zoka's probably ben, the closest ben. one. And then... And then he's injured. Um, so no, no, no. I was... Ben, you, you can't... was not your holding midfielder. He never was. No, but, but he... He, played, he, he, he never he, played he, that... He, he, what do you mean, he didn't? He never played that role. He always played as the eight, as a box-to-box, as a shuttle midfielder. He was midfielder. sort of a progressive um, like, midfielder from yeah, what so I what, saw. Like, but he, um, did, what made, he did win the ball. It's so just what, that you don't yeah. have a ball so what, like, in the midfield. Um, the games that I when Dembele was at his best, 
he was always with a defensive midfielder. Like he had the free roaming. It's like going back to when Arsenal were good. They had Gilberto Silva and Vieira. And people always thought that Vieira was the actual defensive midfielder, but he was the box to box. Like Silva did, the Brazilian did everything else at the back. And that goes back to Tottenham at the moment, uh, back then to when Dembele always played as that. He played as the eight. Like he was always, he was always a player that came out from deep. He carried the ball forward. Very similar to Pogba at United, where um, you kind of he need you need a defensive midfielder with him. And when him and Dyer were together, it just worked out perfectly because Dyer knew his role. Like you said, that he's a centre back, but he's that sort of player that he can play as a six, but then can also play as a centre back um, if required to. Yeah, I, I don't think he's that good at the holding role, to be honest. So um, I, it just goes back to the coaching. Like under Mourinho, he's not going to be a good like he's not going to be a good defensive midfielder. Like you've yeah. just got to give him like the, he's got to do the basics. Like he, he's, like you, you want him to do like one, two, three, and that's it. Like you don't want him to do, and that's not in his locker in a way. I'm sure with I think I'm sure with Flynn with Flynn being a defensive midfielder. Of that, but, but he was more of a um, a pure sort of player by the sounds of stuff. Like he'd understand that certain teams will need one of each. Yeah, like um, I mean, I think you do have like a good mix in your midfield, Ben, at Tottenham. Like with like Lo Celso and um, like Undembele and stuff. Um, you could make a good midfield. It's just that like you've kind of gone and bought like the same player twice. Yeah, um, agree. Like you haven't yeah, really no, gone like yeah. you need to either upgrade an Eric Dyer or upgrade like which is, which is, somewhere which is else, like bring in a, yeah. a third man. Yeah. Like Lucas Moura, I think he's an absolute fraud. Like obviously he's a good player, but like he doesn't seem to contribute that much to your like attack consistently. Like he just pops up yeah, here and he, there for like exactly. a few goals. It, yeah, he he will go on a run about one or two or three games maybe where he scores and then and then goes. Lucas Moore is not. I don't think he's even just like when everyone's fit, he's not in the starting lineup though because you've got Deli no, Ali. No, I'd play over him, but and then he's and then you've got Son Kane, and I'm actually a big fan of Segerson, um Ryan that you bought from Fulham over the summer. Yeah, he's um, all upside. Um, I mean, I think our defense is is probably the worst part of our of our team in my opinion at the moment. We've got a very aging defense, both our centre backs. Uh, are on 30 on the wrong side of 30. Our goalkeeper but, is 32. Yeah, the race is starting to go a little bit um, crazy. And, uh, yeah, and and I mean, we don't. We pretty much don't have a right back. Um, um, you do. You've got that Kyle Walker-Peters that you, he's on loan at the moment. Like, I don't know why you'd send him away. Um, but and Kyle, then it goes we don't have Kyle Walker. No, Kyle Walker-Peters. Uh, no, um, Kyle yeah. Walker-Peters. Oh, yeah. Oh, he 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 might be there someday. I don't think he's quite there yet. And Serge Aurier is pretty much a cracked right winger. Um, and, yeah, he's homeless. And, and and Ben Davies is is out of form. So I think our defence is is, is absolutely where we need. Jose Mourinho is a famously defensive manager, and he cannot keep a clean sheet to, to save his life. So I think Ben, but I it goes back to saying I don't want to like, I don't want to question your football thoughts. But it just goes back to me saying that um, Tottenham actually aren't that bad. Like, you've got the players. You've got fourth, and then you've got, got Sanchez, who you bought from Ajax a few seasons ago. Like, they're young and coming he, centre-back. Fourth like, Fo- like, Fo- is injured for the whole season. Sanchez is good. Not, um, but he wasn't, like, he hasn't been injured. Like, he just, but, like, Marino doesn't play him because he's got so much trust 
and the two centre-backs. So when you say they're ageing, it's just the fact that your manager doesn't want to play the young kids. But really, uh, they're, they're a lot better. But that's where, like, you can't say, like, for me, but you can't say that injured, So you can't play fourth at the moment, but um, Sanchez, I think, agree, needs more game time. Sorry? What do you mean Sanchez needs more game time? Sanchez needs to play more. I think that I think he's yeah. playing Vertonghen and Alderweireld too often. Alderweireld's not playing. And then you've got Gala, and then he's got the young kid that's come up that plays as the left or right back, and then plays as a centre back. Um, uh, yeah, Tanganga, Jaffa Tanganga. Yeah, yeah he's, but he's got some upside. Yeah, but, but that's I still don't think it's a very complete mid, uh, defense. From who who Mourinho's playing, I think uh, Serge Aurier gives me gives me aneurysms. He is. He I think that you really, you really, really missed Ali Ali as well. I think he's like, because when you have him, Son and Kane, it's almost like Kane yeah. up top and Son and Ali Ali are just in the right places. Like they're just always there. Yeah. Like as a Arsenal yeah. fan, like it hurts, but Ali Ali, like he's um, a great player to watch. Like his movement and um, like the way that he attacks the game is like when he's on song, he's brilliant. Like as soon as um, Jose came in, like he was really, really good. And I think that your defense hasn't really, like it's not bad, but it's it's not really good. It's just that you don't, yeah. you haven't really been scoring. Like you haven't been scoring two, three goals like against these lower teams that have been able to like hide your one goal that you might concede against like a Norwich or something. Yeah. yeah. But it just, yeah, I agree with that. But and then it just goes back to, I don't think Mourinho is going to use... I think the first few weeks when he came in at Tottenham, he was great. But, that, like, every manager is always like that. Like, there's always a phase where, like, you're a superstar. And it just, feels like, it just feels like he's maybe not the right person for Tottenham. Because you can't go from a Pochettino to a Mourinho. And that's where the actual issue is. Like, you're yeah. going through different, completely se- separate philosophies. Where Arsenal, in other words, when they kind of got a tetap, it was similar to Emery in a way. Like, it's the way of the sort of football that they wanted the club wanted yeah. to play. Yeah. And that feels like that's why Arsenal are doing a lot better um, in actually implementing what Ateta wants. And I'm sure um, Flynn would agree. Like, he might, I reckon Arsenal might only need a few more players in your set. Like, you get a new centre midfielder, um, you might need an extra winger. And then yeah. I kind of do believe that you may need, you need like Hector Bellerin needs an actual um, a right back to challenge him and then maybe a centre back. Yeah, I think we've been really, like, hurt with injuries with Ballerin and, like, Tierney and stuff. Like, with our full... Yeah. Like, once we get our fullbacks back and we acquire, like, another centre-back in the bloody transfer window, if we can find one that actually works, um, <laughs> yeah. our full defence will be, like, reasonably set. And then we will... I don't think Lacazette... Like, I th- he can play up top on his own, but, like... I'm not sure. I think we'll need to get like another quality player um, in Who's the final up? third. Uh, with a, like, if, like when Aubameyang leaves, like I think we'll need a support man oh, for Lacazette. Yeah, I'd I'd sell it. I'd, I'd sell Lacazette. Um, I actually think in the, in the same with Lacazette in the same way that Deli Ali needs Son and Kane to be at his best. Um, Lacazette needs another striker for him to be working at his best. Um, he need he needs. But, he does. He he doesn't work well when he's the sole man up front. Um, I think. What do you mean? He do- without, oh, I think he's on, best when he's up front on his own. It's just that um, when we have like a bummying on the wing, like not in his obviously not in his number one preferred spot, and then we yeah. have like yeah. a 
Like we've got like Nicholas Pepe who hasn't really worked out. Um, obviously, um, he's been an absolute flop so far. He was <laughs> yeah. he was starting to be okay, and then, um, yeah, he kind of hasn't really been able to hold any form. But I think that with Martinelli coming through and Saka, once Saka doesn't have to play like left back, and he like he yeah. gets shown more in his like um attacking like he can beat a man one-on-one like really well so yeah, once he gets yeah, more up exciting. the field which he has in um like domestic uh not domestic matches but like cups and stuff where we play a younger side um he looks really good yeah uh yeah i think he'll be really up to yeah. it in a few years yeah well i'm just gonna say like it's out of it's random i'd to me i'd sell um like as that like you don't need him if Young wants to go, I'd also get rid of him because, like, you could actually have a you can have a front four of Reese Nelson um, in the middle. Um, you can yeah, have either Eddie or Pepe on the right, um, Saka on the left, and Martinez at top. And that front four is is better than like I reckon it's better than United's front four. I um, think, yeah, I think if especially it's important to let those guys develop, like. Maybe if we have Lacazette for like another transfer window or something, maybe just to transition out of Aubameyang scoring like all of our goals virtually. But, um, <laughs> Lacazette, but Lacazette, like Lacazette's not scoring goals though, so you're not really missing out. But yeah, to an extent, I think he's very important though. He does like lots of pressing and he's like the produce um, assists. Yeah, he's the like one who really does a lot of the work up front. Um, and Aubameyang, but. No, he, I, I think um, that he, like, um, yeah, go. No, I reckon you strike our boys need um, a bit of education and actual football <laughs> and how to view it. You guys have got to spend time with Gary Neville. Um, if any, he'd be able <laughs> to see the Here we go. How, how's um, how's um, Ole, Ole going over at the wheel at um, Manchester <laughs> Is he a bit of a Mourinho morale booster for a few games and then get signed or? Um, we're actually we're actually doing a lot better than Arsenal and Tottenham at the moment. So I'm not too sure what you're on about. Uh, um, we're a few points off, nothing, mate. Yeah, but we're a few points off. Um, actually off um fourth at the moment, and the sort of football that we're playing is actually not bad. Like it's a lot better than what Arsenal are playing and Tottenham. Um, I reckon with one more, if we get like a defensive midfielder to sit with maybe Pogba, and maybe if just Pogba even plays. a fullback, we're set. <laughs> There's also an asterisk next against that because both Tottenham and Arsenal are going through a season where they've had to change their manager midway through the season where Man United haven't. So obviously there's a lot more stability at the club. I mean, I don't, I know, I'm not, I'm not Mourinho's biggest fan at all, but I think I, I, it's hard for me to pass too much judgment because it's not his team. He hasn't had much time to to develop yeah, he hasn't the way had Tottenham play. Neither has Arteta had that much time to develop. Uh, Arsenal with the way they played, so so I I think it's hard to genuinely judge their tenure at these clubs until you, you give them a full season. Um, yeah. To, to to manage that, um, but yeah. Man United are playing. We're, we're playing some good football going into going into going into um, the end of the season before COVID. I mean, I think they beat Man City. I think just before the before we the, beat Man City twice. Uh, that's no big deal exactly. though. Like, uh, that's no big deal though. Like we, that's expected to happen now. <laughs> but that's it. Just but it just goes back to us. We've actually now got a formula 
um, to beat teams, which is actually really nice to see. Like we're no longer um, struggling against the top three or top four teams as what we were under Mourinho at one stage. Yeah, um, like Bruno Fernandes has been I agree with that. impressive um, since he's come yeah. out. Um, and I do have one more question uh, about Arsenal for Flynn. Um, obviously, for the last, it feels like, 10 years, um, you guys have been linked with Wilfred Zaha, um, a transfer with him. Um, do you think you need him? Um, uh, do, do you think you will get him? And do you think you need him? I mean, will he transform your attack? Uh, no, I don't think that we need him. Um, like, no, I agree. He's a he's a good player, but I don't think he's a um, your twenty goal striker. Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to be that player. Not at all. Um, and honestly, I don't think he, we'd get more production out of him than a Nicholas Pepe this season. Um, personally, like he can beat a man one on one and yeah, he can yes, finish um, every now and again, but. Like he's playing for Crystal Palace, so obviously he's their main man, and that's who you're going to mm-hmm. notice in their attack at all times. Exactly. Especially when you have Jordan Ayew, um, probably as your leading goal scorer this season, and Milivojevic scoring 50 <laughs> of your goals from the penalty spot. Yeah, or free kicks yeah. or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. Exactly right. no, I completely agree with that answer. Yeah. Um, Anyways, before we we might have to wrap it up, um, Flynn and Ben, it's hitting that time limit. So yeah. before we go, Flynn, um, just a question. With the current state of the EPL at the moment, you being an Arsenal fan, what is the best way? What should, how should the season be finished off? Um, um, so, do like you reckon? If, Art- so, if like nothing, if we don't play another game for the rest of the season, and it has to like, yeah, correct. Commit. Let's say, yeah, let's say the, the season was void. Should Liverpool win? Should Liverpool be handed the title, or should the bottom three be relegated? Um, how would you? How would? What would you do? Yeah, like, it's pretty much an impossible question because, like, obviously Liverpool have been the best team this season. Like, there's no real two ways about it. Um, They're, like, however many points clear at the top and they're not going to get caught um, at this stage. And, but then again, like, you can't crown a a, um, winner and not relegate teams. I don't think that's really how it works because then you're going to have to crown a winner in the championship and league one and stuff. And you're not going to be able to progress them up a division um, with no team yeah. dropping out of the premier league. So I think the easiest way would be to not give anything like no title and stuff. But I think that's somewhat okay. unfair as if Arsenal were there, I'd probably want us to win the title. But um, I think that, yeah. It might need to be a case of going into um, more teams in the league, but obviously that's a um, big thing that they'd have to work out there with games for the next season yeah. and stuff. Because I did, yeah, because I did a bit of I did a bit of research, and it's like the teams in the championship don't get promoted; they lose out on a fair bit of money. Like it's close to a hundred mil each. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it's yeah, just a broadcasting rights. Like it's just the deals, sponsorships. Yeah. But and then would the EPL be the same if they had new teams, if they had more teams than what um, there is now? Yeah, I don't don't know really. It's hard to know, but I think it wouldn't take away from any of the rivalries or anything, obviously. Um, It would be be harsh for those teams if they did get relegated off not a full season. Um, I think think Bournemouth are 18th, Watford are 17th, and they're separated by goal difference with 11 games to go, nine games to go. So it's 
it seems awfully harsh um, on, on on a team like Bournemouth. Um, yeah, I think pe- who, people who, might just have to accept that um, they're probably going to have to crown like um, champions, but they're not going to be able to promote them. I think that's probably what it's going to have to be. Because, like, obviously these circumstances are wild and um, never had to, like, yeah. deal with any of them before. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that they'd probably crown the champion, but you wouldn't be able to relegate or promote anyone. Because if you had a 22-team season, you, a 22-team uh, yeah, uh, season, um, it just adds more games to the fixtures and it just it completely disrupts the following seasons after that. So I just don't see a way you can promote teams and not relegate yeah, teams. And, especially with the Euros whatnot, so. getting um, postponed and all that. Um, it would yeah, be hard absolutely. to fit in probably like a 50-game season or whatever it would have to be. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do have to wrap it up. Um, I'd like to thank you, Flynn, for spending the time today. It's been great fun talking to you. No worries. Oh, thanks, thanks for having Flynn. me on. <laughs> Thank you too, Sunday, for bearing with us for that. <laughs> for a bit of a lovely discussion between Tottenham and Arsenal. Um, but hopefully it was as fun for listeners as it was for us to talk about. Um, get onto our socials, somewhat entertaining live on Facebook. Um, and we'll see you again next time. Easy. Um, no perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Thank thanks Flint.